Hey, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Centered, Committed, Confident. I'm your co-host, Cody Rogers. I'm Regan Erickson. And I'm Hannah Erickson. And this podcast is all about um, helping you do those things. Center your life on Christ, commit yourself to discipleship, and become more confident in the Word of God. Like I said, this is episode one. Uh, Well, truth be told, we actually recorded episode one last (laughs) week. It got a little carried away from us, <laughs> not where we wanted it to be. So we're trying again uh, on, on this week. We're yeah. sitting here in the Cornerstone Room uh, a few hours before the very first night, Thursday yep. gathering of college ministry. So just a crazy. few hours from kickoff. Yeah, um, We are, are not in our normal recording studio nope. at this point. So if it's a little more echoey, uh, I apologize for that. I don't, I don't know what I can do about that. So we'll see if that ends up in the recording. Uh, I think that's it for just like little things. <laughs> Welcome everybody to this podcast, um, separate from Summer in the Psalms, separate from our normal Thursday messages. Um, and I would say terribly important to the culture of what we want to do in the college ministry at Quorum Deo. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, over the next three episodes, we're just going to take a little bit of time and talk about each one of those words. Um, and we're going to be asking and answering three questions, right? So uh, those questions are, what does that mean? Why is it important? And how do we do that? That's what we want to concern ourselves with. So today, as you probably saw by the episode title, we are talking about what it means to be centered on Christ. So let me start by posing the question, what does it mean when we say that we, we strive to glorify God by making disciples who are centered on Christ? Yeah. So whenever I hear that, I think about what is the focus of your life? What are you living for and what are you working towards? Is it just to um, get wealthy and have a great career or to be happy and gain some exciting experiences? Um, That's definitely part of my story. Um, And if that is the focus of your life, then Christ is not the center. And we end up getting to the end of our life and find that we've wasted it. And John Piper has a great book, called Don't Waste Your Life, that talks a lot about that. Um, But to be centered on Christ means that all that we do, our career, um, our life, all that we seek and all that we work towards is for his glory and his purpose. He is the lens that we see the world through, and he is the end goal of all that we do. Yeah, and to take that even a little bit further, Hannah mentioned like, you know, seeking happiness or joy, but I would even take it further to say like beyond even having a get out of hell free card, like Mm -hmm. it, you're focusing your life on the foundation that's built by Jesus. Um, and what we believe in the faith that we have. And what I really like is Mark eight chapter or chapter eight verses 34 to 38. And what Jesus says, he's speaking to a crowd in there and he says, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. And it just contains these elements of like denying yourself, taking up your cross, which is embracing the sufferings that are going to come in your life, and then following Jesus, which is a very like particular act of, you know, focusing your life on Jesus Christ. Yeah, and in a very practical way, the, you know, I look at it like keeping your eye on the prize, mm-hmm. um, living your life and everything you do, every decision you make constantly with Christ in your vision of, of 
you know, shining light on that decision and, and being the, the source of how you view it and how you see it. Um, I think of our solar system. I think that everything, uh, you know, Earth itself has a lot of things going on with it. But at the end of the day, it is constantly revolving around the sun. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. everything it does is within that orbit of the sun. And that, to me, is what it means to be centered on Christ, is that everything we do, uh, we do as if our life revolves around the one true living Son of God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had another analogy, but now I can't think of it. But what was it? where was I going with that? Well, I and I just wanted to add in there that, like, and this is, like, centered beyond just actions. Like, you can read Scripture and not be centered on Christ, and you can read scripture and be centered on Christ. And it's, it's a, to me, it's like that, that heart level mm. focus mm-hmm. of, you know, why am I singing this song to the Lord? Is it really because I'm celebrating his death and resurrection? Or is it because people are watching me? Yeah, you can act like a Christian, like mm-hmm. you know a Christian should act, or you can act like your whole life is in relationship with Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that motivation is different. Right. Yeah. One, one is a cultural norm you're trying to achieve. One of them is a relationship in which everything flows from, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally agree. Um, and let, okay. So we sort of talked about w- what do we mean when we say centered on Christ? Um, and w- when we're trying to shape in somebody else um, w- what is centered on Christ, we're really talking about the, their thought process, their thought process, mm-hmm. their uh, way of living, their way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are including their actions in that mm-hmm. and their heart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, just thinking about a, a couple of scriptures, you already mentioned one in Mark 8. Um, I just also thought of 1 Corinthians 10, 31. That's, uh, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, uh, do all to the glory of God. I mean, that's just a, a blanket statement of anything you do is meant to be for the glory of God. And so um, as a pastor just recently challenged me to, to constantly ask, can you do that to the glory of God? Mm-hmm. And are you doing it for the glory of God? Or are you doing it for your own self-glory? Um, and that, that helps me begin focusing my, my life on Christ. But we're getting into to other things. So that is, um, that, it, that is what we're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Let's talk about why now. So We've just defined it. Now, why should that matter to us? And why should that matter to anybody listening to this podcast? Yeah, that's a great question. It's a really important question because it doesn't matter how well you do it. Like, what's the purpose behind it? Um, And I think ultimately it comes down to the work that Jesus has accomplished. Um, Our salvation is established and completed um, in the work Jesus did through his life and then his death um, paying for the sins, redemption for our sins, and then resurrection, defeating death, so that through faith in Jesus, we have eternal life, uh, and he embodied that perfectly on earth, and so we can look to him from a character standpoint um, for modeling our lives after him, and we can look to him for giving us the opportunity to spend eternity with the Lord um, in heaven, and he just, yeah, he's like the shining light in this dark world. Yeah, I think also, why would you center your life on anything else? Yeah, like when you think about... That's why the, it's like the cop-out answer, yeah. but it's the, <laughs> the best answers of like, well, why not? You know, 
Uh, yeah, continue. Yeah. So just thinking about the things that we often center on, like I mentioned earlier, like whether it's wealth or career or fun experiences, like those things are all temporary and they're not eternal and they will disappoint us and they will fail us and we will um, just find ourselves coming up so unsatisfied every single time. And if Jesus is the only one who can truly satisfy us, why would we center our lives on anything besides him? Mm hmm. Yeah, essentially what we're saying is when we say center, we're saying what you live your life for, mm -hmm. yep. right? And um, great, those are, I, th I think also, you know, what I'd mentioned in 1 Corinthians applies also to the why, you know, because we're told to do all yeah. to the glory of God. As Regent mentioned, like, um, it should be our natural response when we look at, at uh, Christ and, and the cross. Um, I'd say because we also see examples of it in scripture. Mm -hmm. um, I think of the apostle Paul, Right. Um, for to me to live, uh, or, sorry, for <laughs> Paul, uh, for to me uh, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Mm -hmm. um, that whole concept, like if he lives, he uh, gets to do Christ's work. He gets mm -hmm. to um, see Christ uh, in a different way and, and fulfill um, what Christ is calling him to. But if he dies, that is also gain because of Christ, right? Yeah. Like both of them are Jesus. And, and that's a fantastic example in scripture that we see. Yeah. I think even what I mentioned earlier with Mark also touches on that because Jesus kind of lays out the consequences of what happens when you do it and when you don't do it. It says, if you lose your life, it means surrendering yourself to Jesus, you're going to gain life versus if you don't and you seek after this world, maintaining what you think is good, you're going to end up losing it. Mm-hmm. Good, good. All right, we are. We're only ten minutes into the podcast. I want to keep wow, these first. It. Yeah, I want to keep these first three a little shorter uh, for you, the listener, to just get a brief overview. Begin thinking through some of the things we're going to be challenging you in this next podcast season. Um, but he here's the applicational point. We always want to make sure what we're doing is applicational, something that uh, the listeners can to walk away with mm -hmm. and, and be able to practice. So, uh, the final question, in some ways, is is I wouldn't, I don't want to say it's the most important, right? But mm -hmm. um, it's certainly uh, the most accessible as far as what can I do about it now? And so mm -hmm. I want to ask, how then? How can you go about centering your life on Christ? Um, we can go into specifics, examples, what, whatever, but where, where should we start? I think you, it, I mean, that's a difficult uh difficult thing to do, I think, well in, in life. Like I struggle with this on a daily basis and staying centered on Christ, especially with things that um, are easier idols for me to idolize over Christ. Um, but I think it starts on being committed to being in the word, being in scripture and reading about the truths of who Jesus is and who the Lord is and the work that he has accomplished, is accomplishing, um, and have that like known and close on your heart so that you can draw from that in those weaker times. Yeah, definitely. I think spiritual disciplines are for sure a part of that. I think there's also an aspect of surrounding yourself with other people that are centered on Christ. And that's what we desire out of this ministry, that we can do this thing of centering our life on Christ together. Um, I think it also has to do with evaluating our mindset and evaluating our heart and thinking about what we're doing in our everyday life. And like Cody was talking about, like, how do we ask the question, like, can I do this for the glory of God? Am I, am I doing it for yeah. his glory mm. and to be constantly daily evaluating our lives and where we're at. And then 
um, turning from the areas that were not centered on Christ and walking instead in that Christ-centeredness. Yeah, if I, if I were going to summarize what you guys are saying, put yourself in a good place mm-hmm. by setting yourself up with the Word and keep yourself in a good place by being surrounded by people that are mm-hmm. going to do it. Um, I think the Bible reading, like being in the Word, is super crucial. And I think having a, an understanding that there are different types of Bible devotion. Mm-hmm. There are times that you're sitting down at the Word to learn it, to understand it, to test it, to try it, to deep study it and and let that be the focus of your devotion. And there are times in which you are purposely getting into it to refocus your mind and soften your heart and bring you to an understanding of, of where you're at with the Lord. And um, for me, I'd say that you have to have the, the refocusing of your heart mm-hmm. and the renewing of your mind, mm-hmm. right? And, and I'd, I'd say, like, you, you might be a person that reads your Bible at night, and that's totally fine. Um, there are many a person who learn best that way. But whether or not you're reading your Bible at night, I would, I would challenge you to have something in your life in the morning in which you are focusing your heart and mind. Yeah. For many people, that's a different type of scripture reading. That's a, a more devote, what we call more devotional reading, right? Where it just stirs mm-hmm. your affections for the Lord. Um, and I would add to that prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pray, pray, pray. Like if your Bible study and your Bible reading is at night, there's still no excuse that you're not spending time praying in the morning mm-hmm. and, and focusing your whole day on that. Um, so putting yourself in a good place through those things, mm-hmm. but then keeping yourself accountable with the people of God, like Hannah said. Coming to Thursday nights, being a part of a C group, which we'll get to in just uh, just a couple weeks. Um, by the time you're listening to this podcast, I will have already sort of described what a C group is uh, in our, our main Thursday gathering, and we'll hit more of that, like I said, on the podcast itself in a couple weeks. But um, how do you center yourself on Christ? Also, the other two Cs. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like being confident in God's word, being committed to discipleship. Those are, they, they complete each other. All three of these C's mm-hmm. complete each other. Um, okay. Any other practical ways besides prayer and people and word? Those are the most practical that I can think of. You just got to be willing to mm-hmm. not get caught in a rut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think something to add to the people. Yeah. Um, it's so important to have people that will call you out when you're not centering your life on Christ. Amen. That has been such a huge thing for me. And I do not like people calling me out on my sin. It is not (laughs) a fun thing, but I need people in my life. I'll be like, Hannah, you are not living for Christ. You are not centered on Christ. Like what are your actual intentions and motivations with what you're doing? And that has been so pivotal for me to have people that I trust that will speak into my life in that way. Yeah, um, and I just wish I could encourage you to n- not shy away from the things that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, because uh, it's just not a good a good route for anything in life. And and why then would it be a good route for your spiritual life as well? Um, the, I think a practical thing I want to add is worship. Worship yeah. is is crucial, um, which you do through the word and through prayer. But I, I mean actual physical sung praise to the Lord. Yeah. Um, Many of us don't take up the practice of singing to the Lord, um, and we need to do it more. And I know it's I'm the worship pastor, so you probably expect that. But 
I mean, like in your time with the the Lord, are you taking a few moments before you open His Word to to like play a song into your earbuds and even hum along if it's in the morning? You're trying to not wake other people, or in your car, you're just blasting it. You're purposely mm-hmm. bringing yourself to a place of worship to the Lord as well, because worship does stir your affections yeah. for the Lord. Yeah, absolutely, in a, in a powerful way. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Hopefully that was quick and simple for you guys. Um, our first episode of Centered, Committed, Confident. We are um, going to be moving on next week to our, our second C, and that is being committed to discipleship. But in the meantime, as you've listened to this and you're thinking through what it means, just evaluate your own life right now um, and places that you can get better at adding those practical ways of centering your life on Christ. That's going to do it for us today. Just know that uh, we hope to see you sometime soon, whether that's on a Thursday or on a Sunday. Feel free to reach out to us. Know that we're praying for you and you are loved. Mm-hmm.